Hi friends. Hey, hey. Welcome to the Intent Podcast where we give you all the tools that you need to live intentionally because we never do anything without intent. Ever, ever, ever. I'm your host, Neela Reese. Hi, I have not spoke to you guys in forever, it feels like. I'm starting, I know that there's like seems to be a little bit of a gap in between each episode and it's really because I've been going through a lot of shit, a lot of shit, lots of transition, lots of lots of change, um, things, when I started this podcast, things that I thought were going to be solid and continue, they all just kind of shifted and I've really been dealing with that and I've also just been feeling like I'm getting a lot of hints from the universe to just like sit my ass down and they kind of made it so that I had to sit my ass down and I have been kind of just retreating going into hermit mode um so I've really been doing that and just kind of being with to myself within myself and I I have also been trying to like come up with new ideas of what to come to you guys and talk about um I have two topics that I know I definitely want to do next. I mean, that astrology episode that I did was really long. And I feel like I gave a good overview, but like I will probably do a part two and like, you know, go back into it eventually because there's just so much about astrology that you can talk about. But and it at least for me. It really does shape my world and my everyday. You know, I've gotten to a place where it's like past looking at my horoscope with astrology. It's, you know, really looking at my birth chart and looking at the transits and all of the things that are going on and like being able to tie that to what's actually happening in my life. And that is one of my main tools to make sure that, you know, I'm living my life with intention and that the things that I'm doing are matching what exactly, you know, my overall goals are. Astrology is a huge, huge part of that. So I'm glad that I got that episode out because I was, I'm not going to lie to you. I think I told you guys this, like, I was nervous about that shit. Um, But I think that this next episode, I'm going to do this one on rituals. Um... It's something that I believe kind of ties all in and rituals are stuff that I'm still learning about and still trying to consciously incorporate in my life because, listen, I don't like repetition. I really don't. I don't like repetition. I don't like to do the same things constantly over and over again, but I'm getting to a place in my life where I'm understanding how like the value in doing things that way you know like when you think about the elders in your life or particularly when I think about the elders in my life um they did have lots of rituals and things that they did in a particular way consistently and there was no variation in that and it really does help give you structure and you know there's something to be said about how that attaches to intention so like for example 
Sorry about that. I was rudely interrupted, but I'm back. Um, So I was getting ready to share a ritual that my grandfather did. Um, My grandfather would eat at the table. He would eat his dinner at the table. And not even just dinner, like breakfast, anything. It was always at the table. It was at the same seat every single time. And that would be right in front of a window so he could look out at the back porch um, and he he sat there every single time that he went to eat, right? And that sounds like such a simple routine, such a simple ritual to have. I am not sure what his intention was behind it. I think he he liked maybe liked that seat just because he got to kind of look out and he could see everything. And um, it was on the second floor of a two story house, so he was like way up high. And he just felt like, probably felt like he was like looking down at his kingdom or something. I don't know. (laughs) But I mean, it's something I think that kept structure for him. And, you know, the family, like when it was time to eat, we all knew where he was sitting. Like he had it established of everybody knew what to do, where to go, how things were going to, were going to go. He established his place and y'all just like figure it out amongst him, you know? Um, And I, I've... I was tweeting about this not too long ago. Like, I actually find myself doing that now in my apartment. Like, I sit in the same spot right next to uh, the window at my dining room table. And I've been eating in the kitchen, which is different because growing up, I did grow up in a family where they tried to have me eat at the kitchen table. And then, like, my parents would actually eat in the living room in front of the like tv but then as I got older then I was able to do that more to like eat in front of the tv in the living room which is it's not that's not a good thing you know and it's probably a habit I am doing good by myself by breaking but that I I say that to say that that is something that I know is distinctly from my grandfather because it's not something that my parents were doing you know like we we hardly sat at the table and like ate all together it was normally we were if we were eating all together it was all together in front of the tv or I was at the table and my parents were um in the living room eating like in front of the tv so I think that I want to talk about rituals because like I said I am outgrowing this idea that I don't need them um I think that as I get older and you obviously start to have more responsibility more things that just have to be taken care of you're just a little scattered and it make it seems to make it harder if you don't have a routine a thing that you're constantly doing um and then how that shows up spiritually is If you are, like, when you have a routine, that's how you build relationship, right? Like, that's how you build relationship with spirit. That's how you build a relationship with your ancestors. That's how you build a relationship kind of, like, with your inner child, with you spiritually. Um, You can really learn to just, like, rest and relax off the fact that, okay, in order to achieve this goal, I'm going to do this every single day. And it also creates some type of discipline as well. Um, you can, and also 
by understanding and thinking about rituals and the importance of them, you can start to see how, one, everything that you do is a ritual already, you know? So, like, all the things that you do unconsciously, that's a ritual. So, for example, I mean, this one's a little personal, but it's the first thing that comes to mind. So, like, a ritual that I have that I've always done, um, and I just started to notice it is... When it's that time of the month for me, I always have to have a burger. And if it's not a burger, like I have to have beef for some reason. It's very weird. I've just recently started uh, weaning myself off of that. But like that's a ritual that I've had for a very long time. I'm I always want beef of some sort, whether it's a burger, a steak or something when it's that type of time of the month for some reason. Um, and that's something that it's a ritual that I didn't intentionally do. Like I'm not intentionally choosing that because there's it, I guess the only thing behind it is it just makes me feel better. That's what I'm craving. Right. It's just something that I've been doing unconsciously because it makes me feel good, but it's a ritual, excuse me, but it is a ritual and it is worth me looking into seeing, you know, why, like, why do I need that? Or what does it do for me? Is there something that I can replace that with that'll make me feel better? Those types of things. And then the also the other thing is, you know, so everything that you do is a ritual and you want to look at those things that you're doing unconsciously that are turning into rituals. What is that calling into your life? What are you, what are you bringing in? Um by doing these things unconsciously if you can bring them to the forefront and allow yourself to like look at them then that can help you be more intentional about the results that you're yielding so I think that to break this episode down um I'd like to I'd like to talk about you know the importance of rituals how you can start incorporating them into your life while why you would want to start incorporating them into your life and the places like where where you'll see them I think we see rituals in absolutely everything um also I want to talk about like is it okay to take rituals from other people um you know like and this really shows up in the realm of like spirituality and then if you're practicing magic they always say it's like better to um create your own rituals I guess because as you do that those you know specific specific things will have certain importance to you versus someone else you know so when you're taking that ritual from someone else you are and trying to incorporate it in your own life you may not yield those results that you expect from seeing it from that person because their value is going to be different than yours possibly so let's talk about that as well um and you know just like so again what are rituals why do we need them what types of rituals do you want to create um can you take them from other people and let's see how we can use them to make sure that we're being intentional about everything that we do so I'm excited about this one I'm this is definitely one of those topics where it's like like I tell you guys like I am in no way (laughs) 
telling you guys what to do and coming from a place of like a know-it-all this is something that I am learning myself and like actively learning because again I'm not that girl who likes to do the same thing over and over again so this is kind of a learning curve for me as well um but I I want to share it I want to share the things that I come up with and the things that have helped me because it might be helpful for you all as well. Um, So I'll be right back with the Inspired segment. Okay, so for the Inspired segment, um, I want to talk about something that literally just happened to me that I feel like if I had better rituals in place, routines in place, um, it probably would not have happened. There is some, like, there. I think they're, like, cutting grass outside my window. So I'm hoping that it's not too loud and you guys can hear me well. Um, but I really don't want to move because I want to look outside. At, like, there's trees literally right outside my window and they're so beautiful. They're all changing colors. And I want to stare at that while I talk. So, anyway. So, okay. Um... Yeah, I recently lost my keys and how my keys were set up. I had like my car keys and my my car keys and my um room key, like my house apartment keys on the same uh set. Like they were all together. So I lost those keys. Um I commute into work via train. I also drive though. Like I drive to the train station then I take the train to work and I remember having them in the morning and getting up the car and then I don't remember anything after that. Um, I'm usually very good at putting it in my bag, but I guess this day I didn't and I must have like took it with me on the train and sat them down and then just never or they fell out or something and I never, you know, picked them up, whatever have you. So... That was something, and it really helped me realize that, like, I need to get routines in place for myself. And that's not to say that I don't have routines in place. It's just the fact that, like I told you guys, a lot of things are shifting for me. So one of those shifts is I am living on my own now, and... My mother was someone I was living with her for a long time, so we and we were very like very close, and we kind of helped each other out. Um, my mom and my relationship almost feels more like a sister daughter type of relationship than a well a sister sister <laughs> relationship than a mother daughter relationship at this point um but we we're just we were very close and like we did everything together and we helped each other out in a lot of ways so a lot of my rituals were um they included her in some way or if they were like individualistic to myself i always had her to be there in case it didn't go well so you know like the one thing that this showed me was like when that happened and like I needed a ride home I didn't have anybody to call and I mean I had a couple of people that I thought of to call but like I'm literally on my own (laughs) and it's weird it's different it's what I wanted you know I think that 
I kind of thrive being by myself. But at the same time, I am used to having people around me, particularly my mother, that I can call and they'll be there for me at the drop of a dime. And, you know, vice versa, vice versa, like I'll be there for them as well. Uh, But last night was really, yeah, it it literally just happened, Um, was kind of an eye opener to me. And, you know, it got me to thinking about ways that I can start incorporating rituals in my life so that those things don't happen. But I need to like tweak all of that because now it's just me. It's not me and this other person or not okay I have this ritual by myself but if it goes wrong like I have a backup plan like there is no backup plan and as creepy as that is you know it's a part of life and my north node I told you guys about this in the astrology um episode but like my north node is in Capricorn you know so Capricorn is very much about being the person who takes care of other people in this like the person who will take care of themselves and other people so like if cancer is the mother capricorn is the father you know what i mean so cancer will nurture you and almost like baby you and do things for you um and they are also gonna expect you to do things for them because they sometimes tend to have cancer has that mentality of like i can't do it or like you know, help me type of thing. It's it's a little like, I don't want to say it's codependent, but in a way, the two signs that always like, that always stick out to me as being kind of codependent are like Cancer and Libra. Um, But more, and it's really interesting too, because they're both cardinal signs. So they both are like initiators, but they're very much tied to it's about what like it's it's about relationship essentially um anyway I was saying all that to say like right like if cancer is the mother then Capricorn is the father and so Capricorn is about providing and it's about taking that initiative to set the tone so that other people can be comfortable and you can take care of them but in like a more solid material grounded way versus nurturing you know versus like an emotional sensitive affectionate type of way with cancer so with Capricorn being my north node I know that that is completely a part of my destiny to get myself to a place where I can first take care of myself and second put myself in a position to take care of others and even and in a different way like not just in a nurturing way but in a way where I can like be that person that other people count on instead of always looking to count on other people you know my can't with my north node being in Capricorn my south node is in Cancer so I'm always you know I do have that part of me where like I kind of expect to be able to fall back on someone I expect to it's easy to fall into, I'm not going to say I expect, but it's easy to fall into that energy of like, oh, help me, please. Like, you know, and I need to get out of that. And I definitely understand and see that a way to get out of that, a way to establish myself so that I can be 
completely, you know, independent and take care of myself and put, put, put myself in a position where others can depend on me, um, as well as me doing it for myself, it, it does have to do with rituals. I do have to put some new rituals in place, some new routines in place that I stick to, that I'm adamant about, um, that can help me remember these things and and prevent these things from happening because that shit was inconvenient and it was stressful and I just don't I don't want to I don't want to have to go through that again because you know my mom and my dad like my parents are the type of parents like if they need me it doesn't matter like they're dropping whatever and they're gonna be there and while it was happening yesterday me and my mother kind of gotten got into like a little bit of a tiff because my mom was actually saying like call this person call that person so you're not like sitting alone and you're not like out on your own and I was telling her I was like I am on my own like I can't I cannot depend on other people my initial reaction when it happened was to I was like I'm gonna call an uber and then go home or whatever and call maintenance and she was like well no call this person call that person they're close then you can go and you know sit with them or whatever and I'm like no, I like I have things to do. <laughs> like I can't I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not a child. Like that's and I understand where she's coming from. She she, she wants to she is the mother and she is a Leo mother and so she's very protective and she wants to make sure that um she's very protective and she wants to make sure that I'm not alone and she I think she doesn't want me to feel like I'm alone. And as much as I appreciate that I think that I need to maybe feel that a little bit. And I have been, you know, really feeling like I'm kind of by myself and I don't have anyone to depend on. Um, And it's not, it's a little sad, but it's also kind of a good thing because it puts me, it lights that fire under my ass and it puts me in a position to be like, okay, so what, what, like you don't have anyone to depend on. If that's what you think, then that's what's true. What are you going to do about it? You going to cry? You going to be upset? You going to just like, you know, whine and say, what was me? And like, put yourself in a position to be the victim or are you going to make the things that you need to happen, happen? And the answer to that is, I'm going to do both. (laughs) I don't know if you guys have ever seen this meme. There's a meme that's like, um, what are you going to do? Are you going to cry about it? Are you going to like, literally what I just said, are you going to cry about it? Are you going to get your shit together and fix it? And I'm going to, and the last part says, I'm going to do both. I'm 100%. I'm, I'm the queen of doing that. Like I will be the person you know, I have my moment, I let myself cry and I whine and I get upset and whatever. And then something snaps after I get it out of me, something snaps and I'm like, all right, let's go. It's go time. Um, And that's why the thing is too, this is like, I'm going on a tangent, but whatever, you guys are used to it at this point. I also noticed that I, I like men that are very like assertive and ambitious and like kind of like the go-getters like you don't have to tell them they just kind of like kick into gear and get shit done but the problem with men like that is when something's wrong a lot of times their first reaction is to tell you like okay that's wrong cool this is what you need to do x y and z like in that order and i'm like no 
actually what I want to do right now is cry. <laughs> so can we do that first? Because and I get annoyed. I get annoyed with that when that's their first reaction. Because I'm like, listen, like, let me cry. I'm already gonna go there. Like I'm a very independent person. And I'm a Gemini moon. Like, I'm not going to want to sit in this emotion. But let me get it out. I just need you to, like, be there and nurture me for this moment. And then we can brainstorm about, you know, and I'll bounce all these ideas of what to do next. But for right now, can we just, like, mope, please, for, like, two seconds? (laughs) But I don't tend, I tend to not attract men who understand that. They're just like, oh, you got a problem? I cool, bet. This is what you do. And it's like... Listen, we're going to do that. But first, but first. (laughs) But anyway, I say all that to say, I think that, you know, I'm in a place where like rituals and getting some type of routine for myself is becoming 100% imperative. Like it's really becoming very, 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 very key. And I... I need to get to it. I'm excited about it. I'm a little like, uh, like I told you guys, like this is not something that is exciting to me at all. Um, I do. I'm not crazy about doing the same thing over and over. However, I do know that the more you do it, it doesn't feel like you start to forget about it anyway. And, you know, as we're going to talk about as we get further into this, like you're creating rituals every, every day anyway. Like there's things that as much as I say, I don't like routine. I have routines. You know what I mean? Like we all create things that we constantly do that make us feel better. And so it's like, I just need to shift my perspective about it. And I'm ready to do that because at the end of the day, like little shit, like losing my fucking keys at this point, that's a big deal. That that can't happen because it's just me. And that's an amazing blessing. I'm excited about that. And I want to be able to, you know, keep that blessing and thrive from there. So, yeah, I just wanted to share, you know, a personal touch, personal experience that happened to me that really has to do with this topic. And I will be right back. All right, guys. So to start off talking about this, I want to make sure that like, um, I explain why I'm talking about rituals because I know like some of the things that we've kind of described or that I've talked about prior to this, you probably hear it and you're like, that's an actual like routine. Um, so like, what's the difference between a routine and a ritual? And so I want to break that down first and then we'll go from there so like a routine is actions that are followed regularly right it's like continuously doing the same thing which turns into a ritual because the more you do something then there's essentially an intention behind that doesn't matter what the intention is um, you keep doing it because it's giving you a certain result. So rituals, at least like um, in the realm of anthropology, I like did some Googling 
<laughs> in anthropology, rituals are actions with intentional symbolic meaning undertaken for a specific purpose. So that's why for the sake of the podcast, I thought like, you know, speaking about rituals in particular and letting that be like the overarching um, topic makes sense because they are things that have intention behind them. And a lot of times, you know, when you think of rituals, you're thinking of like something religious, like, uh, I don't know, like a wedding or like um, a christening for a baby and those types of things. But I, I think that it's important, even if you're not practicing religion, it's important to still have rituals for yourself. And when you move past religion it's hard that's hard to do because you don't have that like structure anymore like when you are practicing a certain religion you know it's easy to categorize things you're like okay if I believe this if I feel this if I'm practicing this then I can't do x y and z or I do do x y and z and you have a lot of structure in place when you move into the realm of spirituality um you don't have those things and you kind of have to define that for you you have to define that for yourself. And that can be a little hard, especially if you think like me and you're just like, I'm just going to do whatever I feel like doing in that moment. But there's something to be said for having rituals in place for yourself because it is intentional. You're letting the universe like you're communicating to the universe what you want and it's going to shape and strengthen like your spirituality and you will acquire the things that you need and you want a lot easier I feel like so I wanted to just kind of break that down um and so like I said because routines turn into rituals so constantly doing the same thing excuse me doing the same thing over and over that can turn into a ritual if you always take a bath during a new like for example like I do new moon rituals I constantly I take a bath a spiritual bath when there's a new moon just to kind of cleanse myself so that I'm going into that energy all new because I'm asking for new things you know um, essentially constantly doing all of that turns into a, a ritual. And sometimes we do things consistently and we're not paying attention to what it's actually communicating to what it's actually communicating to the universe and, and calling into you. Um, so that's why it's important, I think, to like, I want to start from the big picture, which in my opinion, the way that I'm looking at it is the ritual so that then you can, if you understand the big picture, then you can go and break down the details and say, okay, this makes sense for me. It makes sense for me to have this type of routine or it doesn't. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that other like routines that could become ritualistic. Seeing you got ritualistic. (laughs) um it's really damn it it's anything like like I said earlier in the beginning of the podcast when I was telling you guys like whenever I'm on my 
it's that time of the month I need a I need beef you know that's becoming a ritual and I think it's like one because we lose a lot of iron during our monthly um and it just I don't know beef just like makes me feel like warm and comforted and all of that I don't know but it is something that I think I need to like re-examine and really like think about okay what are you telling your like what is the message to your body when you're eating beef on your menstrual like what what does that mean I know how it makes me feel but like what is the the big picture is it helping or hurting you know um and as far as spirituality goes you definitely want to get some rituals in place because that is going to help signify or help like solidify not signify help solidify your intentions and also your values you know you can use rituals to help you establish your values if you're moving away from religion you the each religion has values that are already kind of given to you and I got this from um she do tarot on YouTube she was talking about this and I was like yo that makes so much sense it's like you already have those things kind of given to you but when you move into spirituality and you start defining your values for yourself like you have more responsibility to do that and some people don't even think about that some people just decide they don't want to practice religion anymore and they move into spirituality but they don't think about what their values are what they stand for what's important to them what they're going to be intolerant of you know what all of those things are very important because it's going to shape how you're actually living your life and in turn help you get to your overall big picture your overall life purpose those types of things so it's important for you to have rituals surrounding well your everyday life of course you know so you want to have rituals surrounding how you take care of your body how you take care of your home how you take care of and deal with relate to the people around you um how you practice your work like all of those things you literally I would suggest writing them down and I would suggest writing some affirmations and some mantras to go with it as well because you can use that to um, remind yourself listen I'm telling you affirmations and mantras are life-changing they're so simple and they're so there's such a small thing that you can do, but it's a ritual that will really take you to that next level. Like I have affirmations that I have memorized and I say them every morning and I say them every night before I go to sleep. And it has, they're all, um, they're all around and deal with communication and how I present myself and show up in relationships. Um, because I know that there's, I have a little bit of some struggles with communications and so I put those affirmations in place to train my unconscious mind to get out of those habits that I have as far as communication um but yeah you you want to get that out there and 
you know, maybe even, and if you, another thing that uh, she do, Tarot was saying that I, I really liked, she was saying like, if you don't want to just start from scratch, you can always look at just like the laws of the universe, the laws of physics, like physics, like the thing, the laws that everything around us already adheres to it's already in place like for example what goes up must come down energy cannot be destroyed it just is transmuted into something else like those are actual laws and things that everything already participates in everything is already acting in accordance to so you can kind of you know take those things and see how you're going to use that to your towards your own um your own life and everything and I know for me with spirituality what's always worked is having rituals and having something and I like things that are kind of tried and true I do like things that I can look at that person and say oh, okay that worked for you cool now I'm gonna try it for me and see if it works for me but I kind of need to see it somewhere else first and then see if I connect with it. And then if I do, I'll, you know, take it on for myself. And what I wanted to talk about in regards to that too is like, is that a healthy thing to do? Like, is that a good idea to take a ritual that you see someone else do and then just incorporate it for you? And my answer to that would be, I don't see anything wrong with that. But I do think that in some way, you need to make sure that you tweak it so that it works for you. Don't take it completely verbatim, word for word, line for line, step for step um, from that person. I don't think that that is something that should happen. I do think that you should just tweak it for your own liking do something that you know even if it just means like if you're trying to follow some type of like ritual and they use a certain color or something I don't know it depends on like whatever the ritual is that you're trying to incorporate but you know you might want to just change a little bit so that it can be comfortable for you so that you can relate to it because the whole point of it is you want to be able to relate to it you want to feel it you want to put your intentions into it and so you don't want to take something that has worked for someone else because that has to do with their intentions and their life and what their big picture is you have to personalize it um you absolutely have to personalize it and I think that also like connects to why I started to disconnect from religion because I felt like yo like everyone's relationship with God is not going to be the same. I don't have to praise God the way that you guys are telling me to. You know what I mean? Like, for example, like when I would go to church, my mother always wanted to go to the altar to pray. Um, It was like a, that was like a thing for her. Like, and it was almost kind of expected, like if you didn't go to the altar to pray, like you could kind of feel people like, mm what's going on you know like it was a thing and for me I had never understood I was like I don't understand why I gotta go up there and kneel at that altar it's uncomfortable and people are waiting to kneel after you so like then I always feel like I gotta be cognizant of how long I take at the altar but regardless it just felt pointless because 
I have always been the type of person I talk to God all day in my head like I talk to him like he's my friend like I talk to him like he's my best friend as he is so like I'm always talking to God you know so I just felt like why do I need to go up to the altar for that um or like even like special prayer which I'm not at all like knocking those things like there is power in prayer and there is power of us bringing coming together and putting our energy into something like that will always yield amazing results but it was just the way that it was always presented I never understood the big picture like I never understood how that particular action was supposed to yield some type of greater um result than what I would get if I just literally was praying in my head and didn't close my eyes and was just on the bus but I'm like just talking to God you know like you don't I say all that to say pick your own it's not one size fits all like what works for you may not work for me. You may have to go to an altar and and kneel. You know, you may be the type of person like you have to have a secret space and that's where you do everything and it only works there, you know? That may be something that is important to you and that's fine. Honor that. Don't just copy whatever you see other people do. That's because it's you can take it. I mean... Listen, we're, I think that we all take from other people and we, we need to just be open and honest about that. But you let it inspire you. You don't take it and just completely take that for their word. Take it and use it 100%. Like, no, you take it and you let it inspire you. So you say, okay, you know, that makes sense or I like that, but I would just do it this way a little bit because that's more comfortable for me, blah, blah, blah. That's all you have to do is just tailor it to yourself. Um, so I say it's still it's fine. It's okay to take rituals from other people, whether it's, you know, certain affirmations that you hear or it's actual like magic that you've heard other people do um, or whatever have you, whatever rituals you would like to um, put in place for yourself. So like, I also think that you should try and incorporate rituals for your everyday life. So not just for like spirituality, but for what you do when you wake up in the morning, what you do before you go to bed, what you do when at certain special times, whatever have you like. um, So, for example, like I know someone who has a ritual of fasting and they fast on Sunday and they fast on the day of the week that they were born. And that is part of, you know, it's a spiritual practice for them. And it's something that is like just personal to them and it helps them structure. They structure their life around it, you know. So something like that or having a ritual of getting up in the morning and going to the gym or getting up in the morning and doing yoga. And in that yoga, you are saying affirmations and, you know, saying how you want your day to be or even like um, I remember my best friend, she was doing a ritual where she would like write down, I think it was three or five 
things that would make her smile that made her smile or that made her feel good or that went well that day um you want to try and put some rituals in there that are centering like health and also something that you can do on a daily basis and how you do the things that you do on a daily basis because again everything with intent you know once you start thinking about like what am I what do I do all the time (laughs) like what do I do all the time how do I tackle these everyday tasks these little uh sixth house things like I told you guys sixth house is about your routines and what you do on a daily basis and um it's about work also and about your health all of those things you know so like how how intentional are you being about those things and rituals can really help you once you get to a place where you feel like okay I'm just mindlessly doing things because I feel like I have to rituals can really help you say okay I'm gonna do it this way because my goal is to be more centered or to feel more strong so you know or to have more energy to like wean myself off of coffee so I'm gonna make sure I I work out in the morning because it gives me that adrenaline rush whatever have you whatever and then you can also you know want to look at the type of rituals that you're creating with your partners and the people that you interact with every single day that's also important like do you guys have a ritual of constantly fighting and then you know just fighting just so that you can have sex like I just pulled that out my ass but I'm just saying like look at that like what are you what are you telling the universe about the way that you or what what are you telling each other about the way that you interact with each other if that's something that you're doing so it's also if you are in a partnership like I think that that is something that you want to make sure that you guys have intentional rituals together things that you guys do together that are going to help you reach your overarching big goal um But yeah, I think pretty much that's everything. Like, I think I throughout the episode kind of talked about everything that I want to talk about. But the big picture and like what I really want to drive home is, you know, we do things on a consistent basis and we don't want to get into a place where we're just mindlessly going through the motions. And I find that rituals can really help with that it helps you get a handle on like what your routines are and what the details of your everyday life is and how you can use that towards your your bigger bigger purpose so um I will be back with affirmations This episode helped you guys just think about um, your different routines and how ritualistic they are and what that overall is solidifying for you as far as your intentional living. Um, I want to give you guys some affirmations for you to take on your way so you can start thinking about this. Um, Yeah, so here we go. I use rituals to structure my life. I use rituals to structure my life. The rituals I have in place enrich my life and emphasize my values. The rituals I have in place enrich my life 
and it emphasized my values. I am very aware and cognizant of my routines and the implications they hold. I am very aware and cognizant of my routines and the implications they hold. I do everything with intent. Rituals help keep me consistent. I do everything with intent. Rituals help keep me consistent. Peace, fam.